Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, God dog it, what a heartbreaker. <sighs> what a freaking heartbreaker for Matt McMahon and LSU men's basketball. As they lose to Georgia by one when they had a last second shot to win it. And had a really good look. They lose, or excuse me, two. They lose 68 to 66 to the Georgia Bulldogs. They fall to 500 in conference, three and three. Georgia moves to four and two in conference. Frick. Man, frick. Sucks. Freaking heartbreaker, dude. Because you got Jalen Cook there at the end, driving in for the re uh, for the layup, gets fouled. And one makes a free throw, and you can't get the fucking rebound. God, it's so aggravating because they're on the edge of being a a good team. Like, LSU can win under McMahon. They just don't make the right decisions. Ever. God, it's freaking aggravating. But nevertheless... We will talk a little bit later on in the show about this LSU men's basketball game here tonight. I know that we did not start on our regularly scheduled timing program, but didn't know the game would go an extra 25, 30 minutes. Uh, but nevertheless, we are here. We are live. Good to have you in here 
with us as well. Jim Harbaugh is heading to the Los Angeles Chargers. Finally, we could probably put the rest one thing. That is Brian Kelly's interest about going to Michigan. I know you don't want to talk about it. I told you today uh, in our midday live show, you don't want to talk about it. I'm with you. I understand it. Sorry, we got to. Sorry, we have to. So, because it has been a big, realistic thing that multiple people around here have reported on and talked about, now that it's here, we're going to have to talk about it. I know you don't want to. Sorry, but it it, it just it is what it is. We won't spend too long on it, though, because LSU did make it official today with Slade Nagel. Made it official today with Joe Sloan and Cortez Hankton. Joe Sloan being the OC and, and Cortez Hankton being the co-OC. I know that it confused some people, um, but it's literally how the titles work. It's how it happens everywhere. It's how it happens at Georgia. It's how it happened at Michigan. It's how it happened at LSU. In 2019, so don't panic about the titles. Worry about what's going to be actually happening uh, on the field. So we will touch uh, on that. Um, Lane Kiffin still trolling, even throughout the midday. What have we learned on a guy like Austin Thomas now that the cat is pretty much out of the bag, even though the deal and contract has not been even put in front of him um, do seem it could be likely. Um, so we'll touch on that a little bit uh, here tonight, too. We'll go around your SEC as we ever do every Tuesday and Thursday. Hashtag Ask Blake Thoughts, Questions, Concerns. You can bring it inside of the Rudy Crew chat. Mark Allen says, question, am I a pig because I can't stand listening listening to a woman call men's basketball. Um, I get, I understand what you're saying, but I, I gotta be real. Y'all worry about the uh, announcing more than I ever do. I, it, I, I just don't listen to it. Like my wife will tell you, man, I, I literally watch games sometimes on mute. Like I, I, it it just just doesn't bother me because I'm not going to put myself in that situation. Uh, ja, ja Rake <laughs> says not about the stress about men's basketball anymore this season. I understand that. I understand that. Um, they could do some good things, man. I, I'm just not going to give up on them yet. I mean, I, I've said this about Matt McMahon. It's it's like a year one for him, for me. I don't count last season as something that I grade him on. Um, they're 500 in conference. Um, they're going to have to win some games they're not supposed to down the stretch. Uh, Carvis Durr says, why wasn't Baker in the game? Didn't he foul or did he foul out shaking my head? I don't think that he did. Um no, he did not. Nobody fouled out for LSU. I, I don't know. But, Dean, I, I mean, 
you got to get that rebound, man. You got a three-on-one opportunity there. Somebody's got to come down with the rebound. Somebody has to come down with the rebound. At minimum, at worst, like you got, you know, like get scrappy, like foul him at minimum. I mean, I know that you're down or you're up one, but the likelihood of that big guy hitting one of two free throws is is highly likely. Highly likely. Tom Hart said he was a 49% free throw shooter. So, I mean, statistics would tell you to foul him there. Hindsight's twenty twenty, I guess. Um, golly. Golly. It's a tough it, it's a tough loss. But I, I tell you this, I'd rather be in these games than what, what happened last year when you're getting all up and down the court. I, I'd rather be more competitive. Um so yeah. Brandon Reese says they have Bama next, that'll be tough. Probably. Probably. Uh, Zane said, didn't Baker have a bloody shin? I, I I don't know. Maybe he did. But does a bloody shin, you, you can't take that up and get him back out there for a rebound? I, I mean, come on, man. A bloody shin? I mean, women give birth every day. What about a bloody shin? Uh, AJ Bama says Tigers didn't play well. A team that's not very good. Okay. I know. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> we won't spend much time on it. We'll we'll talk about it at the end because I think look, we gotta get to this BK Michigan stuff and and put it to bed and put it to rest. Um because it's looking like they're gonna be promoting from within. We just gotta end it here. And kind of like told you so. Um, and I know a lot of you didn't listen to it, but it's just something that has to be discussed. All right, let's get rolling. Everybody do us a favor, <clears throat> excuse me, by hitting the like and share, share to all those social media groups. If you're on Facebook, hit the like, share, share to those groups, share to your own social media pages. If you're watching us on YouTube, like, subscribe, and notification bell wherever you're listening to us on podcast, rate, review, and subscribe. Let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag, our good friend Tyler Alexander over at LPT Realty. Don't go anywhere. We're back next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline. He will sell your house and find you a new. Well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. 
Y'all call Tyler. He'll shoot you straight. We're back. Robert Laws with a pretty interesting question. He says, ask Blake, do you think that we get anyone else in the portal? Yes, I do. I don't think it necessarily is going to be in this window, clearly. I do think it is uh, in the next window, though, uh, when the spring portal opens. I do think you you go after uh, a couple of defensive linemen. Tom in Myrtle Beach says, Brian Kelly would not want to start from scratch. That team up north, that is what TTUN stands for, for all you LSU fans, lost 20 starters. Uh, No one has been recruiting. Yeah, I I, I just – so, look, we'll get into it in just a quick second. And, but he says also Sharon Moore is 1-0 versus Ryan Day. He's the logical choice. Okay, so let's talk about that. So, look, let's put something to bed. I know you do not want to continue to talk about Brian Kelly in Michigan. I get it. I'm with you. I understand. It was a bad rumor. Look, and let's even call out what the rumor was from the beginning. And at least to the way that I see it at the current moment, okay? This is when LSU was playing Texas A&M. Billy Lucci of Texags came out and said on Jacob Hester's national radio show that Brian Kelly would have interest with Michigan if that job were to come open. Why is it key about the Billy Lucci thing? Not that Billy Lucci said it completely it's about when he said it because LSU was playing A&M at home having a lot of A&M commits that would be in Baton Rouge that LSU was trying to flip oh by the way LSU flipped four Texas A&M commits in this past cycle alone going for number five and Terry Bussey I think that personally and look I, I don't mean this in a in a wrong way towards Billy Lucci. When it comes to Texas A&M, the dude breaks a lot of stories. He is in the know at Texas A&M. Broke the Mike Elko story. Broke the Jimbo story. Okay, sounds fantastic. He is solid. He knows his stuff there. Okay, cool with that. Fine with that. The dude is good at what he does for his business. I told you when that happened, it was because Billy Lucci, and who, by the way, came out in a couple weeks later saying that he hates the LSU tampers with AM's roster, even though they've been trying to do it to LSU and it hadn't been successful. It's key that he was the one saying it. Now, it made its way through the national, or not national, the local scene. It, it's been something that's been talked about pretty heavily something that the day Christmas Eve that a, vi- a video goes viral in reference to this and I'm just going to continue to say what I've been saying from the very beginning it I is there a possibility that at any point Brian Kelly would draw interest from Michigan and even have a conversation with him sure I think it's plausible that a coach that it right now with Saban being out, the winningest head coach in college football, I would assume gets phone calls from a lot of people. 
But as soon as the news broke today that Jim Harbaugh was going to be heading to Los Angeles to take over for the Chargers, immediately, boom, 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 boom. Pete Thamel reporting, this guy reporting, Pete Thamel as an example, from ESPN said, Sharon Moore, the OC at Michigan, who was the interim head coach this year when Harbaugh was suspended, is likely to get promoted. Here are some other candidates that likely would be in the fold if more is not. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Not the guy. Number one, Lance Leopold. Huh. I thought number one was Brian Kelly. That he was pushing for that gig. You mean to tell me that you're going after Lance Leopold or the guy at Kansas State over Brian Kelly? Well, I thought Brian Kelly didn't have a massive buyout because somebody read a contract. Uh, oh, okay. Well, uh, okay. I, I mean, I'm confused here. So when it came to nut cutting time and Harbaugh left for the NFL because they're about to face sanctions, which we'll talk about in a minute, all of a sudden Brian Kelly's nowhere to be, his name's nowhere to be found. He said that this was his last stop. LSU was his last stop. You got people in this camp saying, look, man, this just isn't true. Like, have reached out to us. This just isn't true. I, I don't know where this is coming from. I know that you do not want to talk about it. I get it. It's just something that has to always be discussed when you're talking about your head coach potentially going somewhere else. And there being a likelihood, look, man, it could happen. It 100% could happen. I shouldn't say 100% could happen. It could be a possibility that Brian Kelly, who's coaching the Midwest before, can want to go back to the Midwest. Okay. He's successful. He's had, <coughs> excuse me, six of the last seven seasons he's been a head coach. He's won, He's had 10 win seasons in all of those years. All right. Makes sense. But when LSU and Brian Kelly started making moves, Blake Baker, Bo Davis, when they got back, when they got Corey Raymond back, when they got Bryce Underwood and Harlem Berry and DeCorian Moore, even, and I know that was before any of this came out, but looking that you have the commitment from DeCorian Moore, none of this makes sense to me. None of it makes has ever made sense to me why you would continue to build LSU the way that you are if you want to be at Michigan. None of it made sense. And there's two things that never made sense to me. One you know about, the other we have not mentioned. Number one, why would he go there when, when Michigan's going to get hit with sanctions? I, I don't understand it. I, I legitimately don't get it. 
you're already behind the eight ball. You're going to have to rebuild a little bit at Michigan. You've already started this process, and it's at LSU, and it's not like Brian Kelly is a spring chicken. Don't mean that in a negative way. Love the dude to death. Don't I mean, but it's realistic. He's brought it up in press conferences like, guys, I'm 60 years old, 60-plus years old. This is the last go for me. I'm trying to win an Addy. Like, that, that, that's my goal here. Even to the fact that he donated a million dollars of his own salary to add on the building at Football Ops for a recovery center. I mean, the guy, guy literally gave a million dollars of his own money in building this whole process. So, again, he's got skin in the game. I know that you're paying him $9 million a year. But he gave a million dollars that he did not have to give. He could have gone to Scott Woodward and said, listen, I need you to build this. I need a million dollars for you to build this recovery center for me. And I'm sure Scott would have done it. Hell, he's playing Blake Baker $2.5 million a year. What makes you think that he wouldn't spend a million dollars for a facility uh, renovation? And by the way, speaking of Scott Woodward, do you really think Scott Woodward, who made the splash hire to get Brian Kelly from Notre Dame to LSU, would go down without a fight? See, this offseason for LSU, and I hate using that word offseason because we talk about LSU football so much, it never really is a true offseason. Who do you think Scott Woodward is? Because... As much as we talk about him, all the things that we mention about Scott Woodward, LSU being, you know, not having enough funds, LSU not being this, not doing that, they're not fixing things. When's the last time, and here's a big one, when's the last time you heard about a football player or a player in general getting suspended for weed? Sounds like a policy change that was enacted that we hadn't heard about. When LSU and Scott Woodward was told that they did not have the funds and nobody was back in BK financially, all of a sudden, they started spending the shit out of money. And I just got to tell you, when you bring in number one recruiting classes, let's call it what it is. In today's world, it's probably not free. Okay? So are you a 1,000% sure that you can tell me that LSU and Brian Kelly, from a financial standpoint, doesn't have backing from people and boosters? Because I know some of them, and they're giving money at a pretty high rate. Now, there's a difference of boosters giving money and LSU being organized. They're not behind in NIL. They're unorganized. I think that's going to change something that we'll talk about in a little bit. Again, this is the third time I've said it. I know you're tired of talking about it. But about an hour ago, breaking. Let me find the guy. I, I just want to make sure that that I I give the right man's the, the dude's name. Um about a, about a, an hour ago, Chris Bayless, and actually seven minutes ago, uh, is is saying this again, okay? Um, Chris Bayless, of senior editor at thewolverine.com, 
Okay, seems pretty legit. He has a massive amount of followers. Seems like he's pretty on his, uh, pretty good in covering Michigan. Says that, and I'm quoting here, Michigan OC Sharon Moore is expected to be named as the Wolverines' next head coach. The job must be posted for a minimum of seven days due to state law. Okay, so we got seven days until something is technically official. All right, makes sense. So we got a week. So I would assume, I would assume that you're going to hear things within the next seven days. I would assume that Brian Kelly's name, once again, will be brought up. It's going to be brought up again. Okay? I don't care. I don't care who you are. Uh, listen to me. I am telling you, 860 episodes in, I know how this media game works. It's going to be brought up again. After you listen to tonight's show, tomorrow when you start listening to people, his name will be brought up again. Regardless of what they say, it's going to be brought up again about this job. If he did go, it would be the dumbest move that he can make. He's not going to, but it would be dumb if he did. You can say, well, Blake's an LSU guy. He's a homer. Okay, sanctions, NCAA sanctions. That's the reasoning. Michigan can say whatever they want. They're about to get popped. Like in a Little Wayne song, look, 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 look you like a lolly popped. That's how much they're going to get popped. L after L after L. Look you like a lollipop. Pause. But it's true, and I think you know it's true. Okay. Can we move past it? Can we move past it? For now? Because I have have a sneaky suspicion it's going to be brought up multiple times in the next seven days. Now the question becomes, do players hit the portal from Michigan? If they do, the question will always become, does LSU get in the fold with any of them? I am not going to say it will not happen. I would be a little bit shocked if it did. If Sharon Moore is going to stay as the head coach, I don't know if they're going to have a lot of portal exits. I I, I just don't think that they will. But I do I do find it strange that none of them have hit the portal. See, players know, man. Players know. Players know if a guy is going to get a job or not. I'm sure Sharon Moore knows. I I would have a very inkling suspicion that Sharon Moore knows if he's going to be the next head coach of Michigan or not. Because why wouldn't he go look for another job if he wouldn't be? Why wouldn't he go with Jim Harbaugh if he wouldn't be the next head coach? So it's going to be something that we talk about for sure uh, as well. Um. 
Brandon Reese says, I thought Michigan only wants a Michigan man. That's how they normally do things. That's how they normally do things. Paul Sub says on YouTube, Zenitz and Tham are also listed more as the top dog. No mention of BK from them. And you would think if he was a legitimate candidate that his name would have been brought up. Why isn't his name being brought up? Now, here's here. last thing I'll say on this. Here's what I'm going to say on this to end to end this part. Let me blow my let me blow my nose right quick. Hold on. Sorry. Can't help it. Got to blow my nose. Okay. <coughs> Let me light the blunt before I, I say this. I have had a feeling, okay, this entire time that all of this racket were, was to get Brian Kelly an extension. But I, I do believe, okay, and it, guys have said this for over, since, since November, Guys, we've been literally saying this since November that this is how I feel. This is nothing new. Like, go back to any shows we've done about this. This is always how I've felt. Because BK's not being mentioned by the big lead national reporting guys, let me tell you from a local perspective what's going to be said now. What's going to be said now is, well, we said that Brian Kelly said that he'd have interest. We never said that Michigan would have interest in him. It's how they're going to weasel their way out of it. Don't listen to it. I'm telling you what I know. It's how they're going to attack this. Don't let people off the hook on it. Because when we started building this, when I started building AYS, some of you didn't let me off the hook on shit. Oh, Blake, Blake wasn't right on that. Blake wasn't right on this. And there are parts of me, yeah, look, you have your favorite dudes. You have the people you listen to. We're not going to be right on everything. All I'm saying is, is your boy took a lot of shit from people for a long-ass time. Funny how the the turn, the the... Uh, 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 the uh, the turntables. Okay. <laughs> Old fake braid having a uh, booger nose at little boy. Oh, fake braids. You got weave up in your hair. <laughs> <laughs> I am though, man. That this right here, though, man, it's had me laughing. Though it's had me laughing. Toby Gidry says agent driven, probably, probably. Mikey says somebody called the play from uh, play from Baton Rouge to Ann Arbor on the flight tracker. Cool. I mean, cool. It is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. If if he goes. If ultimately, dude, I'm wrong, 
then I'm wrong. I just don't. I can't see it. I, I, I just can't see it. It would be, it'd be nuts. It, 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 it would be the craziest move I've ever – one of the crazier moves I've ever seen. Why? Makes, it makes no sense. Unless he just doesn't like Scott Woodward and LSU, that would be the only reason. Maybe there's some, you know, you never know what goes on with family, I, I, but I just can't see it. I, 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 I just can't see it. But one thing I can see and did see, and obviously we've been talking about for a month now, is LSU officially made their um, announcements uh, for the LSU offensive staff. Uh, uh, some questions were brought up. We've talked about this. We talked about it in our midday live show. But Joe Sloan is promoted to offensive coordinator. Cortez Hankton will be co-OC. Will have some input on how things or how he sees the passing game. Joe Sloan will call plays. Brian Kelly also will be there. I would assume would be there <laughs> um, to, to help call the offense because he is an offensive guy. And LSU officially announced uh, uh, Slade Nagel today as their tight ends coach. We'll be interested to see if he has special teams roles uh, in there too. I did. I Maybe I'm wrong here, but I did not see them uh, say anything about him on special teams. Let me just make sure uh, about that. Let me just make 100% sure about that because I don't think that they officially announced anything with him uh, on special teams. But let's just make... Um, Oh, yeah. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Special teams coordinator. That's my fault. That's my fault. Uh, so Slade Nagel is joining the staff as a special teams coordinator and tight ends coach. So earlier today, we during the midday show, I said I thought that he would. I just didn't see if they had confirmed that yet because I was going. I was wondering if that LSU would or we'd have to wait for an official uh, uh, something official from Brian Kelly on the special teams coordinator stuff. Glad that we don't have to now that we know who will coach special teams as well. So LSU officially has announced um, that they have <clears throat> their entire staff and can't say it enough, think that they've hit some home runs. And, and as my great friend Bill King would say, don't use that, that verbiage or phrase. I agree with him when it comes to head coaches and coordinators. Not so much on position coaches. I do think Bo Davis is a home run. I think Kevin Peoples is a, a slam dunk because of what he's done in his past. Um, really good additions to this team. They have hit the ground re uh, recruiting. They have gone out to see high school recruits. They've gone in, They've gone to high schools. and it, Look, they've just... There's been a bigger emphasis on recruiting, and you know that the guys that you've brought in here for development. I just feel so much better. Now, we've had this, we had this conversation. We had it about Robert Steeples when he was announced, and Kerry Cooks, and Matt House, who, by the way, Matt House, welcome back to the NFL. 
He's the next linebackers coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then they broke the story today. Sidebar. Did you see the story about Matt House going to Jacksonville today? Did you see Matt helped, helped LSU? Matt House helped LSU get to back-to-back 10-win seasons. No, bitch. He held LSU back from getting more than 10 wins. Don't get that twisted. Don't get that twisted. Back to the point. In this coaching uh, uh, staff building and staff hiring for Brian Kelly, it makes me feel better in the direction that you're going. We always, and at least on this show, always had some question marks about what you did defensively from a staff hiring standpoint. The only one that we didn't really have that feeling with was Jamar Kane because Jamar Kane, well, the, the position group that he was just coaching in Oklahoma, they were third in the country in sacks. They did really good under Jamar Kane on the defensive line. Think they're going to do good under Peoples and Bo Davis. All I'm saying is I feel so much better in the direction you're going from recruiting, development, and play calling under Blake Baker. I think, and I know that you don't have a Jane Daniels to bail you out like you've done or had the last two seasons with his legs. I mean, guys, just call it what it is. Jane Daniels bailed LSU out so much the last two years with his ability to run. So many times, Jane Daniels bailed us out out of bad situations. But with all the staff hires and the play callers that you're promoting from within and going inside the SEC to get in Blake Baker, promoting Joe Sloan, I feel better in the direction that you're going. LSU has the opportunity, I can't say this enough, has the opportunity to take that next step forward, getting out of the shadow of the coach that once was here. Because, I mean, let's call it what it is. You don't like talking about it. I don't like talking about it. But the truth has been over the last 17 years, to some extent, not all the time, but right there with him at times, have somewhat been in the shadow as an LSU fan base, an LSU uh, uh, um, just program. You've been in the shadow of Nick from football perspective. Now, you're second in national titles in the last 20 seasons. So, not always, but you have that ability to take that next step forward. And for me, I, I love the direction that you're going. Now, I will tell you the last time I had a feeling like this, and a lot of you who have been watching this show for a long time will remember this. When LSU hired Mike Denbrock, we came out here and we talked about it, and it was actually with Carter Bryant that we had the show on with, and we discussed. I told him that I just felt the way that LSU was building, recruiting, and the play calling that they had on offense, they were just going to be so tough to stop. Wasn't wrong there. You had the number one total offense this season. The feeling that I have, knowing the additions that they have, the guys they have coming in, now, they have some question marks they have to feel. Don't get what I'm saying wrong. They got question marks along the defensive line, specifically in the interior. The feeling I have in the hirings of all these coaches 
is, man, I don't know if you're not overall a better team. You got some personnel things you got to figure out, but that's everybody else. Everybody else has those same question marks that you do. The teams that historically don't have the most question marks at the end of the seasons are teams that are in the playoff or winning a national title. And three of those four teams that are usually in the playoffs always have question marks. The teams that don't are the teams that win the natty. So everybody has those question marks. Just because, and look, I, I do a national show, so during the day when we are talking about other programs, I had to work and study my ass off for some of them because I'm not as familiar with them as I am LSU. I could come out here, turn on the camera, click live, and talk LSU all the live long day. I don't follow other schools like I follow LSU. There are so many programs that have so many other question marks surrounding them. The ones that kind of don't, Georgia. That's about it. That's about it. Because you could say, well, Blake, what about Ohio State? Yeah, they brought in some really good transfers. So did Ole Miss. They got question marks. How does that work? Is it going to work? Does it work when you bring in that many good high-profile transfers and you pay all of them? My feeling is is that I think I'm going to say this. I don't know if you're at a place right now, okay, that you're you're going 10-2 and and you're going to make the playoff. My head tells me that you have to be cautious about – where the direction of uh, of next season will go because of personnel. But my gut tells me, my intuition tells me, man, they're going to be a they might be a better overall team team. Now I see Doug Ray in the chat say, "Well, Blake, that's just gas." It might be gas. It it might be gas. I mean, I'm on so much medication because of my congestion. I mean, hell, I don't even know if I can see straight. I, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm metted up to the to the gills. It's not. It's not though, man. I, I just. I am that confident. I, I. I am that confident. I will stand out on. Here's how I feel. I feel as if that I might be one of the only ones that feel this way. Told you your floor was ten and two, or was uh, ten and two, nine and three. Uh, this up uh, this past year, a lot of you called me crazy. Just never really t- trusted old Matty Matty House. Listen, I might be the only one who feels this way. I think your floor might be nine and three. I know. Chapstick. Lips are chapped. I know that you have some question marks. I I get it. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Dane Bergeron with a $10 Super Chat says, Blake Bayless is a legit source. Uh, Come on. uh, uh, Komen Publishing uh, published... 
publishes the Wolverine. Oh, okay, I see what he says. I thought he was calling me like Skip Bayless. I thought he was calling me Blake Bayless. That's why I was confused. The owner is an old friend of mine in North Carolina. Okay. Bayless has been with him a long time and is a good guy. How about that? So if he's reporting it, then it's got a lot of weight to it. Okay. Thank you, Dane, for that super chat. Okay. Uh, Taylor on YouTube says, Arizona D-line in the portal. He's from Cali, though. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I, I, I just don't think they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to do it. Now, we've talked a lot about this staff. I feel good about it. I don't know if, if the staff has been told not to go after players in the portal. Here's what I will tell you, though. I'm not saying the coaches staff, the coaching staff has been told not to go after players in the portal. I think they have been told if they're going after players in the portal, it's got to be dudes like C.J. Daniels or Jordan Gilbert or guys that they know that can play. I, I don't. I think LSU and Brian Kelly's just being so selective on who they bring in. Guys, here's the truth. Before we get to a break, because we got to talk about uh, Austin Thomas. Um, here's another thing that I want to mention. Um, nah, I might want to leave that alone. Because if... <laughs> I might want to leave that alone. I don't know if I want to step into that tonight. It's been a good night. I don't know if I want to step into it. Nah, screw it. Look. <laughs> screw it. Let's do it. I am not saying Brian Kelly was ever peer pressured to go after specific kids in the portal last cycle. Um... But guys like Denver Harris failed. Doesn't mean Brian Kelly turns off going in the portal at all. Guys, I mean, look what they've done. They went and got A.J. Swan. They went and got Xavion Thomas, who's going to be your returner. Sorry about you. He is going to be the guy that returns punts and kicks for you. You upgraded immensely there on special teams. A top 10 guy in the portal in C.J. Daniels, the wide receiver from Liberty. You go and get Jordan Gilbert, who has immense, immense SEC experience, and is from here. You go and get A.J. Swan, mainly due to the fact, okay, God willing, if something happened to Garrett Nussmeyer, I don't think that they believe that Ricky Collins is ready right now. They are being highly selective. They are making sure that the young men that are they that they are bringing in are really good players, has a lot of ex or, or has a lot of experience and fits their culture. Brian Kelly legitimately got pressure put onto him, in my opinion, on Denver Harris. It backfired. You know who told you it would backfire? Darren Darren Fall Camp. We spoke on 
Denver Harris getting mossed in the back of the end zone by Kai Prian. I was called a liar. I, I'm not the only person that practice. Everybody saw it. It's a reason that he didn't play. They blame, oh, well, he's a man-to-man cover corner. He goes getting beaten man-to-man coverage versus Grambling. I say all that to say this. LSU and Brian Kelly does not have an issue with going inside of the portal. They're not, he's not Dabo. This isn't Clemson. They will go in the portal. They're just going to be highly selective. If you don't like that, sorry, because that's how he's going to do it. You better get over it. Is it right? Is it wrong? I don't know. They're not done in the portal, by the way. They're not done in the portal from losing guys to it. They're not done in the portal from adding guys from it. Let me leave it there. It's Austin Thomas coming back to LSU. We talk about it next. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with the great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, You need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS. Sent you on by. Rafino and Joe Show is brought to you by Homefield Apparel, which is the best, without a doubt, premium collegiate apparel brand that is out there. They have over 150 different colleges that you can choose from, whether you're an Illinois fan or a Rutgers fan. Maybe you're an LSU fan like Blake, or maybe you're an Alabama fan. Whatever it is, even Idaho, they have so many different designs for so many different football programs that I can guarantee you're going to find some great stuff to help root for your favorite team. I've already gotten my Notre Dame stuff. Blake has his LSU stuff. Make sure you head on over to homefieldapparel.com to check out your team's collection of clothing apparel that they have 
on the website. And when you do so, when you check out, make sure you use promo code Rafino Joe to get 15% off your order. That is R-U-F-F-I-N-O Rafino Joe. Head on over to homefieldapparel.com and get your college gear today. I think that's the best sound in sports right there. Our guy, big game boomer. God dog it. Says Michigan is a better job than LSU. Kelly would leave it if they offer. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. I love him to death. He makes interesting lists. Jesus, big game boomer. Don't do it to yourself. Okay. I think it was funny that earlier today when we were on a live show and we said I said that I think Austin Thomas might would come back to LSU and that's why Lane Kiffin was trolling. Literally was on a live show and said that. Literally as it those words came out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> there was some stuff on Twitter that came out that Austin Thomas could be coming back here. Um, here's what I'm going to say. I do think that there's a lot of merit to Lane Kiffin, who has been and is trolling LSU and has been over the last 72 hours, whatever it's been, constantly taking jabs and shots at LSU, I do feel like it's got some stuff to do with Austin Thomas. At least it feels that way. Whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, it feels that way. Lane can troll LSU all he wants. He can get the big head on on, on having an 11-win season. Good on it. Ole Miss fans are, are happy. They're excited. They're happy about the direction of their program. Good for them. Happy for them. Look, man. You had a good season. Good for you, bud. Sounds good. Doesn't stop what LSU does and what LSU is every year and what you historically are not. Have stuck up for you. Think you're going to be a good team. Think you're going to be a playoff team next year. You better stop trolling when this is the first time you've had an 11-win season. This historically happens at LSU. As the old Tim McGraw song would say, over and over again. There's nothing, nothing that drives me more insane than a head coach, an older man, acting like a child. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Because LSU, quite honestly, is a better program than Ole Miss. They have better facilities. They have more money. I... We'll make the argument, some of you won't agree, but which is the truth, they have better looking women. 
meaning LSU. LSU has better looking women than Ole Miss. Just because our women are better looking doesn't mean nothing. You can't be mad at that. Lane Kiffin is an ultimate troll. He's been trolling LSU the last 72 hours. Good for him. If that's how he feels, because maybe a staff member of his possibly is making his way back to Baton Rouge, good on him. Good on him. You've gotten Ole Miss to a place that they've – you have gotten Ole Miss to a place that they've never been. You better not forget what LSU looks like when they're rolling. Because in the very strong chance that Brian Kelly does get it rolling, you're the team that's in a lot of trouble. You had to spend the money. You had to go in the portal and get those guys because, quite honestly, your high school recruiting is ass. Because LSU can come into the state of Mississippi for a kid that you tried to flip the Mississippi Player of the Year and get him. Bring him here. Develop him. How long are you going to be able to do in the portal what you just did? Is the staff member that has been helping you get the funds for your collective for not only your salary, but the portal, is... It'll worry for you that now an SEC competitor is going to get that same guy doing that same thing here. Yes. Now, hold up a minute. Hold up a minute. College football is moving in a direction that not a lot of people are talking about and not a lot of people are observing. A year ago this week, actually a year ago Monday, I had a segment that I did on this show where I said I thought that more general managers types will be hired around college football. I just don't think a head coach has the time for making game plans, watching film, talking to recruits, doing all the duties that he has on every given day. I don't think that they have the time to meet with boosters to get NIL money. They don't always have time to to meet with players over smaller things that maybe a head coach shouldn't be dealing with. Hey, we got an NIL deal with these people. They said they were going to pay on Monday. It's Wednesday. What's happened? Oh, glad you asked. The bank, the bank did X, Y, and Z. Actually, here's the text. They sent it. They showed us a confirmation like it's on its way. We just got... Brian Kelly has no business having those conversations. Adding a guy like an Austin Thomas takes a lot off his plate. Now, I have been told the deal's not done as of right now. Could it be done by tomorrow? Fully could be happening. But the bigger thing here is that college football is moving to places where teams are are hiring general manager type dudes to run a lot of day-to-day things that the head coach cannot do or doesn't have the time to do. There's not enough time in the day to do it. I know that you don't like NIL, a lot of you. I know some of you don't like the portal. 
I don't necessarily disagree with you on all of the things and reasons why you say that you don't hate it. Nebraska, Memphis, Colorado, to some extent, even though they won't say it, those are just teams that have done it. You know who else did it? Ole Miss. They've done it the last two years, and that's why they've had success. There is a difference in LSU being behind in NIL and being unorganized. They are unorganized. They're not behind. You know who's not unorganized? LSU baseball. LSU women's basketball. They're not unorganized. There's a reason why Jay Johnson can go in the portal and snap necks, catch cash checks. It's the freaking Bayou Catalina wine mixer. There's a reason he can do it. You want to know why? They are not unorganized. I think bringing in a guy like Austin Thomas gets you there. Let's see what happens. Lane's going to be Lane. But that October 12th game, LSU versus Ole Miss, probably at night in Death Valley, does mean a little bit more now because of him, him just bumping his gums on Twitter. Don't let Twitter fingers, as Drake said, this is not my quote, don't let Twitter fingers turn into trigger, trigger fingers. Don't cash or don't write a check that your ass can't cash, Lane. You forget your place. Don't let your portal class that, by the way, if you have injuries that you have true freshmen playing, don't do it. Yeah, you got better along the defensive line, but your D-line's not going to be better than what Texas A&M just had. And LSU's offensive line, smack of that ass. Like it's an episode on Pornhub. Smack of that ass, smack of that ass. Playboy. Don't do it. It is of my opinion, Austin Thomas would be a good addition because you need somebody in the role that can do stuff like that. I just don't know if everywhere that you're moving towards college football is indicative if you don't have a commissioner. Maybe I'm wrong with that. Maybe I'm wrong with that. Don't, <laughs> Lane, I'm just telling you, don't come down to Baton Rouge, get your clap cheeks, and then make us have to put the full game on Pornhub. It's an episode on Pornhub. You come down to Baton Rouge, get your clap, your cheeks clapped. I'll make. Uh, listen now, I'll make a profile on Pornhub and AYS Sports on Pornhub, and I will say, white man who had mustard thrown at him at Tennessee and a golf ball thrown at him at Tennessee was left on a tarmac, comes to Baton Rouge and gets his cheeks clapped by Brian Kelly. That's what I'll title it. It'll be the longest porn title in, in the history of porn titles, but it will happen. Get your popcorn ready.
All right. Probably a little too far tonight, but it's just true. If he controls, so can I. We'll see you guys tomorrow, man. Do us a favor. Before you leave here, hit the like and share. We greatly appreciate it. See you tomorrow. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.